Hello and good day, everyone. Welcome to another episode of Magic the First Pioneers podcast. This podcast is all about the Pioneer format, and we keep our listeners up to date with what is new, interesting, and powerful in the in the world of Pioneer. Hmm. I'm your host, Kevin Finkel, joined here by my co-host. Hey, everybody. It's Ryan, the cardboard samurai out of the Tokyo area of Japan. Good morning or good evening to you, Kevin. Perfect. Yep. Uh, evening for me, morning for you. And that's about usual for us. Uh, and just the two of us today. So we're going to have a little bit of fun. You know, we don't have to be quite as serious when it's uh, when we don't have guests to impress. Mm-hmm. And I think I've got a fun topic for us this week is uh, you know, this is something that I think it's been, you know, kind of in the wind mm-hmm. that people have talked about is that, you know, especially right now, Pioneer cards have gotten a little more expensive. You yeah. know, people are getting into the format. You know, it's been announced as a pro tier format. People are more interested in it. In play store, you know, in in person play is popping back up, and you're, we're starting to look at some of these cards that didn't have very many printings, maybe didn't have as many paper sales during the pandemic, and we're saying we need these cards reprinted, and a great way for wizards to do that would be a masters set. So we wanted to talk for this episode is like, hey, what would a pioneer masters look like, mm-hmm. and if we could design one, what kind of cards would we include? Yeah. Yeah, and I I think, you know, we've been saying forever, like, hey, you should buy your cards now, buy your cards now. And, you know, people are, you know, waiting, waiting, waiting. Oh, I don't know if it's going to be a thing. And, and like you said, prices are up. Like, it's not modern levels bad, but... Um, no, nowhere think, near. Have you looked at modern decks lately? They're like 1400 yeah, bucks. It's insane. Yeah, and I would say, you know, one problem <laughs> is, you know, in, in Pioneer especially, is that EDH actually has quite a push on a lot of, uh, of prices um, for example, like Great Hands is like 50, 60 bucks, you know, yeah, for, for example. Yeah. And that's some play, but, you know, that kind of restricts, like, what kind of cards you can play. So, there, yeah, like you said, there's definitely some stuff that needs to be reprinted. Um, things that used to be, you know, I would say bulk, um, you know, or not even bulk, but it's, like, playable, but, like, you know, not not super popular are now, like, four or five times higher. Like, Parhelion used to be able yeah. to get for a dollar. And now, like, especially in Japan, it's, like, four or five bucks a piece. And it's not well. That that was because Greece yeah, got printed. Yeah, but yeah, that definitely example, certainly happens. And a lot of those staples, um, yeah. a lot of those playables, have gone up in price to about that level. It's not wholly unaffordable, but it doesn't make um, you know the formats you know cheaper. So, so let's also you know address a couple things here. So master sets aren't just for reprints. Mm-hmm. You know, as much as we'd like them to be, they also tend to make a draft mm-hmm. format out of them. And I think that's something exciting. You know, they can make an exciting Pioneer draft format. We, You know, we've talked about Pioneer Cube before. Mm-hmm. It's been a while since we brought that up. But I think that we could, you know, be doing something similar to that where you're getting archetypes that are popular in Pioneer, but in a draft format. That'll be really neat. And also, yeah, these, these cards just kind of need more printing. Mm-hmm. And uh, it'd be great to see that. So, but yeah, as far as methodology. So something I wanted to talk about is you, you already brought it up. Like EDH does drive some of the prices. Standard also drives some prices mm-hmm. for Pioneer staples. Um, you know, if something's very popular in Standard, it tends to be expensive until it rotates out. And then, you know, it'll drop in price, sometimes creep back mm-hmm. up. That's been a nice thing lately. Um, when you were looking at cards, you're like, hey, I want this to be reprinted. It's too expensive for Pioneer right now. Were you looking at, you know, it? I was trying to look only at cards that are like mostly the prices driven by Pioneer. Mm-hmm. Like if I'm looking at the top list of rares by price, I'm going to see Smothering Tide in like the top five. Yeah, or yeah, or yeah. Something, right? I don't care to reprint That's that. That's not played yeah. anywhere in Pioneer. Yeah. Like, yes, EDH players would love to see that reprinted, but I don't think that that's what a Pioneer Master set should be focused on. Mm-hmm. I went mostly through cards that were playable in the format um, and you know have seen play either now or in the past that are kind of pricey. 
And uh, that's what I kind of like chose to reprint, at least in my list. And when you were looking at, you know, when, when you're planning this out, you know, you're working for Wizards now, you're planning out a Pioneer mm-hmm. Masters. What's your MSRP for your pack? Uh, well, I mean, if you look at like the original Modern Masters, I think it was like, what, six to seven dollars or something like that? think so and the, the thing is the more recent master sets have been i want to say nine ten i think we could probably go six or seven but just because you know the price of pioneer cards in general aren't super expensive to begin with even though we you know we're gonna be we're, i mean we're gonna be doing reprints which means the prices are gonna go down so you're gonna get a little bit less yeah. ev and it would also depend on like how how popular um pioneer is at the time you know modern masters came out at a time where um you know there was like a fever pitch it, you know there's you know, we had Tarmogoyfs for like $150 and Liliana's were like $120, $130. You know, Jace's were, you know, like, I don't know, were Jace's in, they were banned, right? Uh, at that point, I think they were still banned. Okay, they yeah. were banned. But yeah, but yeah, they, they were pretty pricey at that point and everybody wanted to play modern. And that's why, you know, you get like these high prices on modern, you know, se- you know, seven, eight bucks, for example. Um, but yeah, I, I think I don't think Pioneer will be as popular as Modern was at that point. So I don't think a ten dollar price tag. I don't think a lot of people would pay that. I think six to seven dollars seems fair. Yeah, that that was definitely a, a dilemma for me. And um, I was thinking of a kind of unique way that they could solve mm-hmm. that is that you know if they want to print ten dollar packs, yeah. which so, seems to be what they want to do recently. Yep. Here was a thought for me. So what would you say is probably the most important? land cycle in pioneer i'm gonna say pathways really okay i was gonna say shock yeah well yeah shocklands shocklands been reprinted to death for a pioneer master set they have but they continue to creep up in price you know despite the fact that they've been reprinted now three times yeah plus um some other offshoots you know three times in, in main sets and other offshoots they continue to, to creep up in price and i for mean many players there's still a barrier to entry to pioneer I, and yeah, I, I would love to mm. here's my proposal ten dollar packs Everyone contains a Shockland instead of a basic mm. land. Yeah, so here's the thing. <laughs> if I pitch that idea, you think Wizards is going to say no, we, 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 wanna, I, we I want to be out. expensive. We want to make I can money. go to a store here in Japan. I can pick up a Hollow Fountain, um, you know, Shockland mm-hmm. for about, I don't know, 1,200, 1,300 yen, you know, which is like $10, $11. If I want to get a Hangate Pathway, it's 2,500 yen or about $22. Interesting. And a mm. lot of the pathways are like the same. You know, anything that sees play, the, the blue-red or, you know, the, the black, you know, I think the black-red one is, like, up to, like, $10, $12 as well. All of those, uh, even, I think even the, the green-white one, it's, like, they are similar in price to the Shocklands, but they've only had one printing. They do not have, you know, the, uh, what we've had, Guilds of Ravnica, original Ravnica, in Return to Ravnica, um, has had all the Shockland reprints. However, I can understand why you would want to reprint them, and it'd be fine reprinting them, I think. Uh, mainly because, you know, with the modern sets, you always get the Fetchland reprints, reprints, right? Yeah, exactly. You know, and you kind of have to keep on reprinting them, but I think... You kind of do. It's kind of just, you, you have to keep printing these, and they haven't in a while. Yeah. And if they're going to print them, they need to print them where they're going to be highly in mm-hmm. demand. So if I'm not doing that, I would say, okay, we need... We need shocklands at uncommon. No, um, I'm almost no. making them more common. You, you just can't put them at a rare slot. You know, mm-hmm. like you're saying, they're they're only going to be if they get reprinted heavily. They're going to not I, be that expensive, so it'll be kind of a disappointing rare. Plus, you know, filling up ten rare slots I could is see. difficult. But you, you just need to find a you know. Me, I don't want this to be an episode of me complaining about the way so, that 
Wizards prices things, but I, I think it's a card that needs to just be in everybody's hands as much so, as possible, and it needs reprints every yeah. year or two, and that's what they've got to do. Quick question. Um, yeah. Would you support... And we're going to be talking about downshifting in a little bit here. Would you support support downshifting the uh, temples to uncommon for a modern master? Well, the set? temples have been printed at. Have they been printed at uncommon? They printed at rare. You know, they'll they've only printed them. Yeah, at rare? only okay. printed them at rare, and it's like they never felt really good. They felt okay, and like in a master set, I think you could definitely get away with printing them at uncommon. I mean, they're they're not worth anything. Possibly. They're not that powerful compared to like just what everything else these days. So, would you so, would mm-hmm. you say that would be an okay downshift? And then uh, I think that's an okay downshift. I don't think that the temples really see much of it all play. No. Like I would rather see the you know the enemy fast lands. Oh, but or, we don't have all of them yet. See, the that's pathways. that's another reason. When, when sure. I, when, I mean, we haven't really gotten into our list yet, but um. I didn't want to choose something that wasn't going to give all colors equal um, equal access. That, I mean, that's so fair. that's why. Um, so I do just want to go, you know, circle back to your point about shocklands and pathways. I think that's interesting, but I don't see the same thing in the U.S. At mm-hmm. least, you know, if I look at shocklands, they're in the range of ten to you know twenty dollars. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you got steam vents. Yeah, is that like one's expensive. Bucks or something. Yeah. Um, whereas the pathways are all like five to seven dollars, oh, so please, it's, everybody, you know, two pick, to three times them more up. expensive. If you're listening to this show, <laughs> pick up your pathways. I hate you because you can get it for like four times cheaper than than I can. There's just Excellent. no stock over here at all. Um, but hey, before yeah. we jump in this list, because I do want to get into our list now, um, I would, did want to ask you, like, when do you think we? What, when's the soonest we will see a uh, Pioneer Master set? So yeah, I think that's Not also an important this you know, kind of disclaimer mm-hmm. I need to say is that yeah, they don't have it planned. If if it was coming out, it would be in the books. But we were making our list based on like what needs reprints now, what is expensive mm-hmm. now. If you guys are listening to this a year from now, different things are going to be expensive. Different things may have yeah. been reprinted. You know, there there's a um, what is the master set coming out this summer? Is that a modern masters or is that uh, something else? I think it's modern masters. Yeah, it might be like modern masters. Yeah four or whatever um so you know certainly some of the cards we're mentioning here if they get printed especially if they get printed at a lower rarity Mm -hmm. in modern masters they may go down significantly in price or if it's something that you know had only had very limited printing it may go down significantly in price and that would be enough to drive um it off of our list here you know if it got that reprinted probably doesn't need another one Mm -hmm. so we're making this with the knowledge we have right now with what current prices look at uh what we would like to see reprinted as well as you know still in mind with it being a good limited format and and that's something i did want to mention as far as my idea of if you put a shock land in every pack mm-hmm. that draft format could be you know you can be playing three four colors yeah. you can be doing some really cool things yeah. with that draft format that hasn't really been done before just because you know maybe they haven't pushed the envelope yeah, dep- in that willingness depends, to experiment with their uh, depends on if you want to have uh multicolor cards in in this like if you want to go heavily into you know three four or five color because there are decks you know like if you wanted to have like uh, Omnath, or if you wanted to have uh, Ascendancy, I mean, or, Mizzet, bring the yeah. If you if you want if you like, wanted to have that, yeah, I don't think it can support it. But you know, we can talk about that in our card list. So, anyways, how when are we looking at this? I'm I'm thinking next summer would probably be sooner. Or sorry, as soon as as soon as we would see it. Yeah, I think that you know, even maybe spring summer uh, 2023 would be a great time for you it. Know, so we're gonna have the organized play pushing up prices this year. We're gonna have you know maybe. 
uh, maybe not GPs, but, you know, we'll have the um, uh, SCG opens or, you know, something happening in Hully or something maybe pushing up prices a little bit as well. And then, you know, we'll, we'll be coming back to the next season. So and this is something I would expect to see, like, right before the next um, organized play season. And speaking of that, I did find out at least when it's happening in Japan. It's going on from June, sorry, July 2nd, I think, until August 28th. That's like when our uh, local regional qualifiers are going to be. So that means, you know, if we get this uh, set, I'm thinking maybe it would come out end of May or early June 2023. Okay. So that's that's what I'm going Hey, I didn't get that specific about the time frame. This is, uh, you know, my fun idea that may never even come into fruition. Yeah, oh, but, they're going to uh, make it. If you end up calling it and it ha- comes out in June 2023... Then we're going to be, you know, promoting this on Twitter. So the Twitter thread pointing to <laughs> this timestamp yeah. of Ryan saying he's a genius. There we go. <laughs> that, that's what you guys will be linking to. So let's jump into it. So how, where did you want to start? Let's with start this? with uh, mythics. I kind of, yeah, that's definitely where I think makes the most sense. You know, these are kind of the, you know, you're opening up a pack. You're trying to find the big mythic. You're trying to find the big expensive card. Um, you want to make sure it's something you're happy mm-hmm. with. It doesn't matter quite as much if they're, you know, a limited bomb or even a limited dud because they are a lot rarer. You're not going to mm-hmm. see them in every draft, certainly. Did you, uh, yeah, why don't you just kind of go ahead and tell me a little bit about what you were picking at Mythic? Uh, obvious ones. I'll do the obvious ones if that's okay. Okay. Um, sure, go Arc ahead. Light Phoenix. Mm-hmm. Um, I would okay. do, uh, let's see, what's another one? Um, Chandra, I think. Tor- Did you want to... Okay. Yeah, Chandra Torch of Defiance is another one I think that I would include. That's a great one. Um, probably Croxa, I think. Do we want to go by color? I'm just trying to. Think, I'm not going know, by. I don't have mine se- separated by color. Yeah, I just Got made it. like a, a random list. Sorry, um, but yeah, Croxa I think no would problem. definitely need a reprint at that point. Um, I think Calatus is another one that's you know sees play in a lot of sideboards and stuff like that, and a lot of decks. So that definitely would need a reprint. And then I have Winota, Winota Joiner Forces. I think you know if she's still legal mm. at that point, we will we will see. <laughs> that's fair. That's but if, if she fair. is, if she's not a problem, then yeah, I would definitely think she would need a reprint. So that's like I, those are I think are the obvious ones. So mm. maybe I give you a chance. You can go over like another five if you want to. I mean, would you agree with those five, or do you have something you would like to I say? I think I had. So let me see. I had Croxa. I had Kalidus. I have. Chandra. Mm-hmm. Uh, so basically all of those in my list. I think I was a little bit more willing to play with rarities mm-hmm. here, just looking at what you've got listed on Mythic and Rare. So did you put any rares, uncommons, anything into Mythic that wasn't currently a Mythic? Uh, No, I didn't move anything up. I moved stuff down. So I, I did actually move. I, I have four cards on here that were printed originally as Rare. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, sometimes people are loath to do this, but I feel like you open up a pack and your mythic is Nykthos. Oh, yeah. Okay. I could, I could see that. Not going to be that unhappy with mm-hmm. it. You know, like, sure, I would love to see that printed at a lower rarity, get the price down. But I feel like that card kind of screams mythic to mm-hmm. me. And I don't think it'd be unreasonable there. I also moved up rarities on some of the Planeswalkers. So I have Nissa who shakes the world at a mythic. Mm. And I have Karn, the great creator. At a okay. Mythic. I could see that. It's pretty strong. Um, similarly, I think I did a similar thing with, you know, I moved one of the uncommon uh, from war up to a rare. Mm-hmm. I, I was thinking that, you know, uh, what is it? Um, the blue one. Narset would make sense as a rare. Like, that That just seems more fitting for mm-hmm. her. Um, I, 
But then the last one I included mm. is I moved Golos up to a mythic. He just kind of seems okay. like a mythic kind of card. You know, if you're picking him up in a draft, that seems fine. And he has a reasonable price tag. He wouldn't be disappointed. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't include Golos in, in my my uh, Pioneer Master set. So the reason I was coming to that is because a couple of the ones you named, uh-huh. I don't see a reason why you couldn't print Arc like Phoenix as a rare in a uh, in a master set and be unhappy with it. Yeah, it's a strong card though. I mean, I guess you could be fine. It's it's a very reasonable rare for limited, and you know it's it's the kind of card that you only play as a mm-hmm. four of. For me, those kind of things don't make as much sense as a mythic. Okay, I have two. Um, so actually, looking through mm-hmm. your list of mythics, I had a few of these on my list of I would not mind a downshift. Mm-hmm. So brazen borrower printing at rare, I, I don't I think is unreasonable. That. I considered that. Um, similarly, let me see. I think I had one more of your mythics. Oh, Winota, I, I thought could reasonably print it at rare. Really? Especially if it's you've got a, a human's theme in it's limited. It's so powerful, though. Hmm. It's not, you know, it, it doesn't, like, it's not that unique where I feel it's, like, a mythic to mm-hmm. me. I guess, you know, even cards like Snapcaster Mage were printed at rare initially, so. Uh, yeah, yeah. Certainly. Now that I'm looking at my list again, I think I could maybe upshift Collected Company as Ooh. mythic. I don't like that one because company again for me feels like a hey this should be a four of it should be it needs okay. to be reprinted hard yeah um so I would really like to see that one be you know kind of a face rare of the set but I did, would not want to see that one upshifted that'd be very disappointing for me okay okay um yeah I don't know if there's anything else as powerful that I would upshift so I'm just gonna quick run through mine so I did I did the great henge that one was a little bit iffy because mm, it I is mostly driven not by the price in pioneer but it does need a reprint and it does see play in pioneer um green was tough I included vorinclex my other green mythic mm-hmm. and that was also a little bit shaky. yeah I didn't include that. um so I've got mox amber I've got the immortal sun yep. I've got ulamog uh who I think really needs a reprint I, I want to touch next I think you included emerkel yeah I, I I agree with the mox amber um I don't know about the Immortal Sun. I mean, that, again, that seems more like yeah, EDH or something like that. I don't know if you, you would actually play that or see that see that being played in, in Pioneer. And then the other one, what did you say? What, what was after Immortal Sun? Uh, Ulamog, I was Yeah, saying. I think Ulamog could definitely get a reprint. Because, you know, I was thinking of Modern Masters 2, and that was like they reprinted Karn Liberated, Ulamog, um, and they also, imp- uh, what was it, uh, the big guy... Uh, uh, what's his name? Kozilek got reprinted as well. Kozilek, yeah. All of those big guys got reprinted. So why not have them in this Pioneer Master set as well? He definitely needs okay. it. I didn't find room for both of them. I just found room for Ulamog, and I do think that he's the one that sees more mm-hmm. play. But both, I can see the reason to pick both. Um, maybe I'll cut Immortal Sun. You know, I look, look like look at my list. I it looks like I missed Sorin, mm-hmm. so that might be a really uh, that might be a really good one. Sorin definitely needs a reprint. I think I was thinking of him as a rare for some mm-hmm. reason. Because he's three mana, but no, that that should probably be a mythic. Um, You've got Clothis, yeah. Corvold, Lyra. I think Corvold um, really em- needs just because, you know, we're, he only got printed in that supplementary set, and it needs more yeah. printing. He definitely needs a reprint. That's one of those cards that I'm definitely like. That would be a great reprint for a master set. Is get Corvold mm-hmm. a new printing? Um, I had him downshifted to rare. Oh, okay. <laughs> I want to. I really want to see him reprinted because it, it should. You know, it's another one of those things where the original printing was somewhat driven by the fact that it was a kind of special set. Mm-hmm. You know, he was the face card of a non-standard-ish set that was actually still in standard. That is probably what pushed him to a mythic rarity. It might not have been unreasonable, especially in the set that he's from, for him to have been a rare in the main set. So, I'm pushing him to rare, especially because I wanted to have you know three color 
creatures. You know, there are three colored mm-hmm. cards draftable. Uh, you know, I was thinking a little bit towards draft, and I wanted I wanted him there as a rare to be a Jund rare. Uh, but that was with me being big on the, the multicolor aspect of this. So, uh, quick question. Um, if you sure. have a card that you want to reprint that's part of a cycle, do you reprint the whole cycle or do you just print that card? Like, for example. I'm not tied to. It would have to be like four out of five are powerful. Mm-hmm. I'd be willing to print the fifth one. But if it's like two out of five are powerful, I'm fine with just printing like, the two. I like Cavalier Thorns as a reprint mm-hmm. at a Mythic. And I think it's a really good card, really strong as he's play in like the mono green Planeswalker decks. So, why not? That was on my list. And. Um, I think Resplendent Angel is like out of control now because everyone's playing like the Giada decks and you know like the Angel's Company and whatnot, and it's like what a fifty dollar card now. I think it it is a ridiculously priced card. I wouldn't that. even mind if we downshifted that, <laughs> just get it yeah. printed because that's another one that the price isn't real. Mm-hmm. Um, if you printed it at rare, mm-hmm. it would plummet in price because it just needs yeah. more printing yeah. out there it's not that it's like so powerful or anything like that that it, it it deserves the location so yeah that that's definitely another good one um a couple others that i had had you know i had to ferry as my last planeswalker oh yeah set. well yeah definitely um i for blue i was looking at days undoing and temporal trespass you know both of those are mythics that haven't really been printed mm, both of them carry a heavy price tag right now and days and you know how expensive trespass has gotten well temporal trespass <laughs> i could see that i don't i don't know i don't see um wizards going really hard on the delve cards though they think there's yeah enough. that's the only delve card i really included that i think needs a reprint yeah I, um days undoing though i think is a decent yeah. one because right now it's popular in a pioneer set if you know a year from now it doesn't end up popular who knows it probably still needs to reprint you know for its price but mm-hmm. maybe it wouldn't fit in this set um some of my other cards that i had on here that i think could also maybe use a reprint were like a nicol bolas the ravager I think that'd be like a fun card to reprint in this. Uh, also, yeah, that's an interesting one. I didn't find a spot for. Uh, also, I'd Lyra Dawnbringer. You know, if we're gonna have a Splendid Angel in here, or has some Angel sub theme, I think that's another card that's kind of like what twelve bucks or fifteen dollars now for some reason. Yes, it yeah, maybe twenty. Yeah, US. just because probably EDH players, so that could definitely use a reprint. And and then like the my bottom rung stuff, I had like Elder Gargaroth. Uh, Embercleave, Hydrate Crisis, and Jace Friend's Prodigy. That's how, what I used to kind of fill out the rest of my um, 20 slots for Mythic. Because I am kind of going off of like what you said, and when like the newer uh, Master sets have like 20 Mythic slots. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I also filled up with a couple of like, you know, this is an expensive card that does see marginal play in Pioneer that I think would love a reprint. Like I, I said, you know, Goldspan Dragon, Monastery Mentor. Mm-hmm. Um, Beat Hook Massacre, maybe even. Yeah. Especially by next See, here's year. The, could probably yeah. use one. I still felt like stuff that was still in standard, I I wouldn't reprint. Yeah, it's tough to draw the line there. Like, I was trying not to, but I was also like, it would be nice to, you know, I, it's weird to, like, throw a card from the newest set in, but I'm like, hey, this three-color card would be good mm-hmm. for my draft theme, so I'm like, what do I do here? <laughs> so so that, that we'll see where we are in a year from now or so when we're actually yeah. printing this, yeah. hopefully. Uh, and that, that could impact some of these things. All right, well, that's Mythic. Um, I think that's yeah. pretty good, yeah. And, and for you guys, you know, we're running through cards here. If you're not sure what everything, every card we are that's naming, we'll throw these lists up at the end. And Maybe we'll have, to, uh, you know, yeah. W- listen along, watch along, uh, see exactly what we're talking about, look at the price, hopefully. I'll try we, and post them as, like, empty cold fish links. Yeah, I was thinking we'll just have that up on our untap, um, uh, our untap open league article. We'll have, like, a list of all of these uh things probably like 
in a mox field thing so you can actually see what the cards are mm-hmm. so you had no lands in your mythics no uh, i just had the one i had upshifted i like that the the nykthos the that's a good idea um but let's talk first with lands for rare um do you happen to know yours broken out or would you i mean like i said out? i have i wanted the pathways just because i feel like it you know at least outside of the usa they're just non-existent so i wanted all 10 yeah, i wanted i wanted a a uh how could i say i wanted a cycle that had all 10 basically mm-hmm. i wanted 10 of my slots to be or 10 of my rare slots to be uh lands because you know if you're building any kind of color multicolor, whatever you need everything only doing the fast lands wouldn't cut it um you know we don't really need stuff like uh What's what I'm looking for? Uh, uh, the pain lens. You know, we don't really need that stuff. We need, like you said, either the shocks or the pathways. Yeah. I could go either way. I, I would be fine either way. Yeah, and, and I cheated a little. You know, I, I only have my... I wanted my rares to not be completely flooded with uh, the reprint lands we needed. That's why I was, again, including saying, let's put a shock in every pack. Mm-hmm. So I only have 10 lands in my rares outside of that. Um, I have kind of like five multicolor or colorless, and then I had one of each color, mm. basically. Um, so I, yeah, I'm just going to go through mine. Is I said, Monoconflux, yep. please, please, please reprint this card yep. and reprint it pretty hard. Uh, very much needed. If it's not in any other reprint set between now and when this comes out, yep. even if it is in those, still reprint it because I think we need it. Uh, I said Mutavault still yep. needs a reprint. Yep. Uh, Blast Zone, I think, could use a reprint. Yeah, I can see that. You know, Blast Zone, Lotus Field, I feel like... Lotus Field you know, was in the uh, Challenger deck, lower. though. Yes, all of those were definitely helped by being in the Challenger deck. I wouldn't mind seeing any of them, especially, you know, I was thinking multicolored theme it might be nice. Mm-hmm. Uh, those could all work. And then I was trying to find, like, one of each color. Um, so I said Urborg is the one that's really important. Yeah. Urborg Tomb of Yawgmoth definitely needs some reprints. That's crept up to being around 20 bucks as yep. well. A reprint would do a lot to knock that down. Uh, when I was trying to say, like, okay, what's good in the other colors? I would love, like, a Den of the Bugbear, maybe the couple, like, blue and white castles, maybe, like, Besaju if it's not impossible. Yeah, but again. Just throw that in as a green one. Yeah, that's where I'm kind of like, I couldn't find a good green land, so I picked the one from the latest set. Kind of cheating, mm. but. I mean, all that we'll all that stuff kind of shows up. I mean, I wouldn't be against uh, including the uh, the uh, Eldraine lands. You know, Lockthwing could get a reprint. The Kessel Grandbrig or whatever, I think, would be a good Yeah, reprint. you know, all of them except for... The white ones. You know, pretty much all of them see play, actually. Yeah, yeah literally all of them I, I see seeing play in Pioneer. I think I saw Kessel Ventress on yours, right? Yeah, Ventress I had on mine. You know, the blue and white ones see you in control. The black one sees in all of the black midrange. Uh, the green one sees in a lot of the green ramp. And the red one's probably the least played, but it has shown up in Pioneer, mm-hmm. especially in, like, Mono Red Cavalcade and things like that. Mm-hmm. But red just has other really good utility yeah, lands. Yeah. yeah, I can see that. I think that's good. So we get about twenty lands. So I'm I'm thinking. I mean, when I was looking online at the uh, numbers, and I believe that the master sets usually have like fifty three rares or so, or maybe a little bit higher. Do you know how much? Yeah, that's about right. I was doing at fifty three. Yeah, so we're looking at that right there. That's like twenty. So we have another thirty three slots. Well, I was not including my lands in my uh, my fifty three, okay. or I was not including my shock lands in my fifty three. That's why I was saying I'm kind of cheating in mm-hmm. that. Uh, you know, you've got ten pathways that's yeah. filling up ten of your rare slots. Yeah. I did not. So, <laughs> so what other cards? I mean, if you don't mind moving into the non land rares, yes, please go ahead. Uh, I'll, I'll, again, I'll go over the stuff I think that's most obvious that really needs a reprint that sees a lot of play, and then you can kind of uh, finesse it and maybe. Go into a little bit more depth, uh, some more fringe sure. stuff. 
Um, I think Agent of Treachery could definitely uh, see a, a reprint. It's it got up to like twelve bucks at one point. I think it's back down oh, a little wow. bit. It's probably closer to like five or six now. But especially because people are playing the uh, Indomitable Creativity slash Transmogrify decks. Um, you know that that's seeing. Yeah, a lot what's of play. interesting there is I think that people are playing it more on Arena. Yeah. Uh, in what is it called? Explorer. Yeah. So it, maybe that will translate and people exactly. will want to play it more in Pioneer because of that. Exactly. Uh, that's not a terrible reasoning. I hadn't included that one, so that, that one's not bad. Um, Assassin's Trophy, I think, is another good one that could definitely see reprints. I don't know how much it is now, but definitely. I know it was up to like $20 at one point. It's probably closer uh, to like Ignore my now. loud typing. I'll try and be quiet here. Yeah, it's probably, <laughs> let me, let me probably 10 or 12, but I figure that's really good to have. Um, I think Bone Crusher Giant would also be a, a good include because, that, you know, Mono Red... Fourteen fifty in the U.S. Yeah, is what I'm saying. Yeah, that's trophy. Wow. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I think Bone Crusher, um, Collected Company. I said earlier, I think is an obvious reprint as well. Um, Idolon of the Great Revel, absolutely necessary. It's like what twenty dollars. I, I know here it's like twenty twenty five hundred yen. So it's like at least twenty dollars. Yes, that's another one that really needs it. Collected Company really needs it. Oh. All of those, and you know, those are high price tags. But by the time you're opening these packs. Mm-hmm those prices will probably have dropped because these are sets that, you know, just the first time that it's really being reprinted for a lot of these cards. Mm-hmm. So it would do a ton to just help the equity get it in the hands of players. Um, another one I think we, I mean, I think we need by, at this point, would be Eskis Chariots. So uh, Kaltheim will have rotated, I think, by that time. And, mm-hmm. uh, you know, if we're going to have Winoda in here, we want to kind of emulate the, the Winoda experience, having a Chariot in there would be great. And it's like actually 1,800 yen. It's like, Fifteen dollars. Yeah, it's now. it's not just Winota though. You know, it's Winota. It's Grease Fang mm-hmm. versions. It's the, you know those same transmogrified decks are running it. So it shows up in different places in Pioneer. Definitely mm-hmm. a good one. Um, I had Karn the Great Creator um, on here. You said you wanted to upshift totally fair. Him. Yeah, he needs a reprint. Um, but... Yeah, I upshifted him because of his power level and because he is also popular mm-hmm. in other formats. But uh, rarer reprint would be fine. Too. I also have. Um... What is it? The uh, Oath of Nyssa, just because it sees a lot of play in a variety of, of well, not only green decks. You could play it in other stuff, too, if you're playing with a lot of Planeswalkers. You could emulate, like, the old-school five-color Oko decks, but without the Oko, of course. But mm, um, Kologon's Command is another one I think that needs a, re- a reprint. I wouldn't, again, I wouldn't, com- I wouldn't have all of the, the commands, but I think this one definitely needs to be re- reprinted. Um, Soulscar Mage, I think Soulscar Mage is up to like, I don't know, $12 or something at one point. It might be a little bit lower now, but it was really expensive. And with Mono Red just being like, you know, always popular, I think that will always have a lot of demand right up there with, you know, the Eidolon. Mm-hmm. And maybe the last one, oh, actually two more, I think. Oh, wait a sec, maybe three more. Uh, I'll do two more. Um, I, <laughs> Thing in the yeah, Ice. Yeah, I think Thing in the Ice is a definite include. If you're going to have the, uh, um, what was it? The ah, uh, uh, oh geez, what did we say? The the phoenix. There we go. If you're gonna have the phoenix, then you definitely want to have this. So you can emulate that experience. And definitely. and the other one I think is Sylvan Caryatid. I think Sylvan Caryatid is an amazing card. Um, I don't know. It's not really that expensive right now, but I definitely think you know it's very undervalued Probably, and it uh, could go up. It's probably like six or seven dollars, maybe. I'm not sure. I bet you'll be surprised. Well, okay, yeah, seven, eight bucks. Yeah. 
So that is. Uh, did you mm. did you say Thoughtseize? That's a good oh, one. Oh yeah, yeah. Thoughtseize was Thoughtseize. Oh, you don't have Thoughtseize on your oh, list. Where's Thoughtseize? It, it should have been on there. That was a brain yeah. fart. Sorry. That that for me is an uh, is an absolute. Uh, you know, yeah. I've always said I kind of hate Thoughtseize because it's a big barrier to entry card. Mm-hmm. Um, would love to see that get reprinted. Now I will call out. Um, this is something I was trying to work on as I was going through this. If you pitched your list of rares here to uh, to Watsi. They would go through here and be like, okay, you've got like three cards that are more than three CMC. Uh, that doesn't work for a draft set at all. So oh, I, yeah. I, I think um, even if they're not cards that need the reprints quite as much um, for the sake of a good limited format, which I hate that excuse most mm-hmm. of the time, uh, I think that some more expensive cards would probably need to be brought into there. Mm. Um, even things if it's like, you know, a Tovalar's Huntmaster or something instead of, you know, something else in green. Yeah. You know, just finding ways to make a, a better spread of CMCs for the sake of uh, I do not have is probably reasonable to do. I do not have a full list. I don't think this is fifty three cards. This is just an idea. These oh, are okay. just suggestions. These are cards I want to see reprinted, basically. That's how I made my list. Totally fair. Um I'm trying to see if I've got anything here that I think I included that you didn't. Uh so Niv Mizzet Reborn is one that I had. Mm. I think that one's pretty important. Wouldn't hurt to see a reprint. Um, I had Skyclave Apparition, yeah, another popular card in Pioneer. That just got reprinted yeah, so, though in the Mono White Standard set. So, oh, okay, that that's nice to hear. Um, I don't think I had seen that. wasn't paying too much attention to it. I guess. Uh, Bring Delight. I also had just for kind of my limited themes. Yeah, I think those are all pretty reasonable. Uh, let me see if there's anything else that I included. So I included Yorian as another card. I'd love mm-hmm. to see get a reprint. Um, you know, I'll, I'll come. I'll bring a bit. I'll bring it back to this later. Um. I had a point, but I'm realizing I'm going to yeah. bring it up later. But yeah, I mean, again. Oh, Tireless Trackers, one last okay. one I've got on here that I think would be another nice one. Yeah, I don't. I didn't have that on there. I didn't think that's not, just not seen enough play. That's fair, but it, you know, it's an expensive card and it's a Pioneer. You know, it's it's a Pioneer card more than it's not, or as much as it's not. Um, did you have Supreme Verdict on your, your list? I did, yeah. yes. So I think that, that got it to like 20 bucks at one point. It's probably not that expensive now, but... Oof, it's not that expensive now. Oh, uh, we, I think we both also had Eldritch Revolution. Yeah, I wouldn't mind having that on there and, you know, just uh, something you can play in. For example, the Winona deck you used to see play in there. Might not be bad in other decks, though. So I was talking to you before the show, and I, you know, we, we, I was bringing up uh, changing rarities, mm-hmm. and I said that there was a mythic that I want at Uncommon. Okay. Uh, you've got it on your list of rares here. Oh, really? Yeah, uh, I would love for the sake of my multicolored limited set, as well as because it just doesn't make sense at Mythic, is give me a uh, voice of resurgence at Uncommon and thank you. What? Please. It's a 2-2 with a set mechanic, basically. Mm. Like it, it's a, it would be a limited bear for green-white and nothing more. And I'm totally fine with that. What? Like. Okay. We we had okay. What was that uncommon in uh, the Return to Ravnica where it had a taxic effect when people cast spells during your turn, and when it died, it made a one-one spirit. You know, this is slightly better than that, but this is also a high-powered, uh, you know, a high-powered master set. Mm. This this is a limited bear for me, and I'm fine with that. Mm, I don't know. I don't agree. I don't think. I don't think I do. I just like hey, you can't Watsi. You can't have it both ways. Huh. You can't say that you're putting a. Uh, you know, you can't say that you're putting bad cards at Mythic because they're, um, you know, for the sake of the limited set and then not do things the other way because it would make more sense in limited. Mm-hmm. So you, you got to let us have it uh, one way or the other. Hmm. So I'm saying th- that's the only one that I took Mythic and moved all the way down to Uncommon. But yeah, I'm, I'm putting Voice of Resurgence at Uncommon and a more common version of the token because I know that's still hard to find. Okay, <laughs> yeah, that's crazy. No, Don't know if I can uh, 
agree with that. Um, should I go through the rest of my filler for the rares that I thought might see a reprint? Sure, yeah. What do you have? Uh, I have Spell Queller. I think Spell Queller maybe with uh, like Selfless Spirits, get, get some kind of like a sub-theme of, of spirits going on there maybe. You might be able to even downshift yes. some of the other ones. I don't know, like maybe Mausoleum Wanderer or something like that. Um, yes, uh, I had some of those as well. And, and I did want to say like I could see those being some themes is that, you know, like angels, mm-hmm. spirits, humans, um, maybe even dragons or something else yeah. from, like red and red and black that we're missing. You know, vampires could yeah. be like the last yeah. one. I, I do think that, yeah, we probably would need to look more at the limited format vampires. and say like, hey, these make sense at uncommon yeah. rare even downshifts to commons if we need them. Uh, but yeah, a lot of those angels, especially I think need reprints, mm-hmm. like just some of them have gotten expensive for no reason. And especially things like youthful Valkyrie mm-hmm. uh, was originally printed on common. Yeah. Let's put that again at uncommon that, that, and print the heck yep. out of it. Cause it's very expensive just because it wasn't really yep. printed. Yeah. I have that in my list. Um, but yeah, I think spirits, I wouldn't, I don't think I would do um, vampires for this first Pioneer mm. Masters. I think I'd have that included yeah, that, in the second fine. because you just need so many rare vampires and we already have a lot of s- cards that need reprints more in the rare slots than, than the vampires. Downshift, downshift. I mean, you could <laughs> you downshift us, a couple uh, stuff. What's the one drop? The Knight of Evon Legion? Uh, that could be an uncommon. Go for it. Uh, I mean, you could maybe do the Champion of the Dusk downshift or something or... That's not a bad one. Um, but uh, yeah, I think I would, I would say humans... Um, Humans, angels, and spirits would be a great tribe uh, to include uh, in in this set. Maybe one more. Yeah, and some of those can be multicolor as yeah. well. You know, uh, I think spell queller would be a fine rare, mm-hmm. or even an un- eh, not probably not uncommon. That, that's that's a good rare, but there's a lot of spirits that need reprints. Mm-hmm. That one I want to call out because it wasn't in the spirits precon. I want to mm-hmm. say, or it, wasn't it was before, it, it, it was like least. mono blue, basically, right? Yeah, so um, giving that a reprint would be more important than some of the ones that were printed in there. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I wouldn't mind Mausoleum Wanderer either. Um, maybe some of the Lords, you know, whatever needs Rattle it. Chains could be uncommon, reprints. maybe, downshifts. Yeah, that that's a perfectly fine uncommon for limited. Um, so, so some other cards, I think, um, that filled in the rest of my uh, rare slots. Uh, Rest in Peace, I think, needs a, uh, needs a reprint. Um, that's like a $12 card here now, actually. It's kind of expensive. Uh, I think Dreadbore I could definitely see reprinted. I don't think that should be downshifted, but mm, it mm. could be interesting. I have Defiance in I'm here. Getting you, mm. I'm getting you interested in the idea now. Yeah. Justin. I don't mind that. Uh, I have Collected <laughs> Defiance just because if you're going to have like the Narset, we can maybe emulate the blue-red control uh, li- type okay. thing in limited formats, and I know that's gotten kind of expensive recently. Uh, so I got that End Brutality in here. Um, what else? What other good rares do we have uh i mean i have like hardened scales but i don't think hardened scales is going to be a thing maybe yeah that that's an interesting one it's one that i uh wouldn't mind downshifting to uncommon Mm. for a limited format that would be a pretty cool limited theme if you could you know pick up two to three hard scales in a draft Mm -hmm. that'd be a really sweet deck (laughs) if even one to two and i guess the last couple cards that i'd want to talk about is like if we if i do want to like emulate a ramp experience i would also have the old growth troll which has gone up recently uh, voracious hydra and yeah i think those would be the last two that i would have like for green so are there any other fillers that you had in in rare that you'd want to include uh, yeah, there were some other ones. I think I was kind of going through them though. So I'll, uh, you know, I'll just post my list. I've got like Dreadhorde Arcanist. Mm-hmm. I've got Fires of Invention. Okay. You know, just some some rares here and there. Okay. Yeah. F- Fires might not be bad. 
All right, so uh, I actually I didn't make a list of comments, and I had made a list of a few uncommons, kind of like the ones that we would need. You know, I think the the most for this set, and also to kind of fill out the um, how can I say the archetypes, which I guess we're going to talk about soon. So maybe let's do this for the uncommons. Tell me what would you include? Why would you include them? And then how? What kind of archetype um, would you play this in in this limited format? So we can yeah, put this I didn't together. go 100% down on uncommons and commons because I think that is more about what's important for limited. Mm -hmm. I looked at what were some of the expensive cards and I also looked at like I kind of was looking at, you know, at least two colored themes. Mm -hmm. I was thinking like white, blue white can be like flyers control. Mm -hmm. uh, blue black can be like uh, control rogues maybe. Black red I was looking at sacrifice, red green like stompy, mm -hmm. maybe prowess. Um, green white like tribal or go wide. I had white, red as like angels and humans, mm -hmm. so maybe tribal stuff. Um, blue, red, prowess, obviously. You know, spell, you know, spell slinging. Mm -hmm. Blue, green, I was thinking would be like five color or ramp. Black, green, I had as scales or mid range, and black, white would be like life gain angels. Mm -hmm. Okay. So I kind of was looking at some of the uncommons and stuff that fit in there, but I did also look at you know some specific ones that just are kind of pricey, need a reprint. Like I looked at ethereal armor. I looked at youthful Valkyrie. I looked at, let's see what else. Yeah, Youthful Valkyrie, um, I think, should go in there. And like you said, we have a couple other um, couple other angels in there as well. So that would fit. Yeah, get like Consider in there. Yeah. Get Elvish Mystic in there. Some of those, you know, one one mana spells that creep up in price mm -hmm. just because they don't get reprinted. You know, those can be three, four bucks. Um, I had like, uh, I, I would like to see Jun Food or Jun Sacrifice in here. So I had uh, Cauldron Familiar, cool. Witches Oven, Mayhem Devil. I think all those could use a reprint. You know what a cauldron familiar could do? What? Downshift it. <laughs> it's a common. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Throw it at common. See what happens. Mm, interesting. Pick up a few of those. You know, leave witches oven at uncommon. Put cauldron familiar at common. See what happens in a uh, limited hmm. format. Uh, I also have Stitcher supplier in here because that's like a ten dollar uncommon now. Basically, that's a oh at least yeah, in Japan. So uh, I think that definitely needs a reprint. That, and that could enable... I'm hoping we'd have like some kind of graveyard slash delirium deck. You know, I had Emerald Ghoul on my list, and maybe there's a couple other uh, cards that would you know enjoy to filling your graveyard. So I have that on that there. That makes sense. Um, Narset, I think, if we're going to be able to emulate that you know blue-red, if you can build your blue-red control or blue-red phoenix, whatever, you can put them all together. I think that... Yeah, that I had upshifted her to rare, uh, actually. Yeah, that's right. You said that uh what else what else uh, curious obsession i think maybe because we're seeing that a lot in the mono blue spirits that's not bad i also saw that you put um dylan's veto on your list i think that's mm -hmm. a good one and i had portable hold just because i like it a lot okay you know i like not, it not, like not it. sure if it's too new but um i like did that. you put any uncommon lands on your list i have unclaimed territory if we're going to have tribal that, stuff. That I think is a good one. Yeah, I think, especially if you're having tribal stuff, um, Unclaimed Territory, mm -hmm. it's not as good as the one that was just printed, the Concealed Courtyard or mm -hmm. whatever it is. Or That's not the name of it. Secluded but, um, Courtyard. Something think, Courtyard. Yeah. Secluded Courtyard. But it has been not printed as recently. Mm -hmm. And if you're going to run one in Pioneer, you're probably going to run both. Mm -hmm. uh, the only other one I was looking at for Uncommon, I think I had said maybe we could put uh, either Darksteel Citadel oh, yeah. or the other indestructible one was cascading cataracts see i think you know would i would save the dark seal citadel for when we do like an insole thing maybe that'd be like in the second one mm. like we have a that's fair i'm, I'm fine with putting stuff. off dark steel 
give us uh give us the cascading cataracts now though especially if i'm looking at for five color mm-hmm. in this one <laughs> perfect yeah. uh I, hey i did want to mention i don't know if you looked this up there is a five dollar common yeah, that's legal in pioneer and certainly sees play in pioneer do you happen to know what no, that is? what is it that is deadly dispute oh yeah from uh, afr yeah 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 um print it print it print it that yeah, is throw it at common again that is actually print out a ton people of it. are sleeping on the black red rakdos deck uh or challenger deck standard challenger deck because it has like two den of the bugbear which are like six seven bucks a piece it has um can they print that on moto because those are yeah you know, that's something we didn't look at is um i'll come to that but yeah but finish so it yeah up. it has two den of the bugbear has two blights of pathway those are going for like 10 12 bucks you know in, in japan right now and then it has like two of the deadly disputes i think I want to say there's at least two oh. in there. Maybe maybe more. I've got two um, rapid-fire questions mm-hmm. here. Did you put any thought into cards that need reprint on Moto? I've, I don't play Moto, so no, I did not consider that at all. Okay. Follow-up question. Did you put any thought into if this set were printed in, in its entirety on Arena, would it be giving any of the important Pioneer cards that aren't currently onto arena, on Arena? Onto Arena? Oh, I mean, I didn't consider that, but I think I'm hoping they would do the same thing. Yeah, I think it's something to consider. You know, they've done that with some of the previous Master sets. So I didn't formulate my list with Explorer in mind, but we are looking at some cards here. You know, anything that we're talking about that's from Shadows of Innistrad block, um, anything that's like the... We we were looking at the Ulamog... That would... Ulamog and uh, Emrakul, those would be huge ones to get onto. Mm Mm-hmm online little uh, already Phoenix on there stuff. i think oh interesting okay I, see I, I, I really don't play yeah. <laughs> enough um on arena yeah. days i'm doing trespass those could be interesting ones so yeah there's definitely some of these cards that we were already including that it would be, be a bad thing to keep in mm-hmm. mind if they haven't already put this stuff onto arena and if it's going to be printed on arena when this comes out in paper mm. so just wanted to shout that out there because it's something to think about so I don't know if you wanted to wrap this up soon, but I know you had one more question you wanted to go over, right? I had one more really fun one that I wanted to go through. And, you know, this is just kind of a shoot me your ideas or if anyone listening has ideas. This is going to be a master set. Uh, they're going to do some stuff that's just for, you know, the whales. You know, the people are going to be spending a lot of money on, on magic cards. What are some cool art styles or frames or anything mm. that you would like to see for some of these fancier versions of the reprints of Pioneer Legal cards? So you mean what what should get the alternate art treatment you're saying or I'm more of saying do you have any cool ideas for like hey I would love to see a blank alternative art or hey I want to see you know full art whatever oh, okay um did you have anything like that I mean like I thought you know if they do reprint the uh the uh blind eternities you know the the um Eldrazi I would like to see Emrakul and Ulamog get alternate art treatments I think that'd be really yeah, cool Yeah that that wouldn't be bad ones uh, I think they would definitely get it. W- would you want to have any kind of like special Eldrazi art, or would it just be a uh, you know flat reprint? I would say some special art. That'd be pretty cool, actually. Um, Give us like a textless Thought Not Seer or something. Maybe <laughs> I don't know if I would play or do a Thought Not Seer in this set though, because you know we need to have a full set yeah. of uh, Painlands. But that's that's not here or there. That's another topic. Um, uh, <laughs> uh, I think Supreme Verdict. Texas Eldrazi, I'm in for Supreme it. Verdict okay. had a couple uh, alternate arts in the past, so I wouldn't mind seeing one of those back. Um, Collected mm-hmm. Company, I think, got like some stuff for what was it? Uh, the this was Secret Layer Drop or something. 
but uh, I wouldn't mind seeing it just getting its own, you know, original thing. And also maybe Eidolon of the Great Rebel. That's a very iconic card in red decks. So I think that might get its own. It would be cool to get its own uh, new art. What about you? What would yeah. you like to see? Yeah, I think, you know, a lot of these cards that we're already saying would be good reprints, giving them new art, new special frames would be cool. Um, I didn't have anything specific. Okay. I know I had said in the past that I would love a, like, was this the, like, old style frame, like the brown border frame, like the real old style frame? They did some um, of those in, I think, Modern Masters yeah, 2. Yeah. I, I said I would shifted. love a set of those f- specifically for the um, companions. Mm-hmm. Although that was before Luris was banned, so now I'm kind of like, eh. That's also probably something that would more fit in like a secret layer or something mm-hmm. rather than being in a master set. But, you know, just throwing out ideas. And I'd love to hear if anyone has ideas for like, hey, you know, every time I look at my Pioneer Legal Sacrifice set, I'm wishing I had blank. Uh, would be great if you would. Yeah, shout us out. Tell us what you think would be a cool idea for that. Oh, I had one more thing, though. Um, we were talking about Mythic, sorry, the downshifting earlier. I found a list that I made. Do you want to hear my ideas real quick? Or should we just skip it? Um, go for it, yeah. So I think Soulfire Grandmaster could go to rare. Um, Relentless Dead could go to rare. Heart of Karen could go to rare. What do you think? Uh, those are all reasonable, yeah. And then I had rare to uncommon. Uh, Gyre Reach Sanitarium would be another land. Ooh, that's a good one. Uh, Ghostfire Blade. And uh, Deep Root Elite. I don't know if I want that for this one, though, just because... Hey, those are all pretty good. Yeah, Ghostfire Blade's a cool one. Uh, you know, we may- that stops seeing play, but... But maybe see it, like, when we reprint the uh, in-soul cards, I guess. Yeah. All right, sorry. Just noticed I made that list, and I forgot nope, to talk good. about it. No, that's good. So I think that I will bring us towards the end of our show here. Hmm. Um, thank you guys all for listening. Hopefully you guys are enjoying this. We wanted to have some fun with this episode, and I think we did. We'll be posting these lists of what we thought kind of an, a framework of a master set would be. Uh, and please tell us anything we missed. Mm-hmm. So... If you guys like this, go ahead and follow us at MTG Pioneer. That's the best place to stay on track for everything Pioneer related. And you can also find a link to our Discord there where you can keep more in touch with us. Yeah, I'm really excited to hear what you guys think. So, yeah, we will post a list. Like we said, we'll have like uh, something on our Untap Open League uh, uh, link there that you can see like all the cards that we talked about today. And I'm sure we missed a couple. So we'd love to hear you post all your ideas in the Discord. So please join. Uh, you guys can find me on Twitter that's uh, Yo Japan Hobbyist, by the way. Um, other than that, Kevin, I think we're good. I'll, I'll send it back to you. All right, I'm going to wrap it up. Uh, thank you guys for listening. Thank you for joining me, Ryan. And for all of you out there, we look forward to being your go-to source for Pioneer information online. And we are mastering out. Sounds a little gross, but okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay.